0: Welcome to the Produce Retail Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nickel, and I'm delighted to bring you today another Retail Dietitian Roundtable as we arrive at one of our favorite times of the year, National Fruit and Veggies Month. Joining us today are Lorena Kaplan of HEB, April Sins of Rouse's, and Carrie Taylor of Big Y. I want to thank each of you all for your time and insight today, and I also want to recognize the Produce for Better Health Foundation for bringing this group together Again, it's now National Fruits and Veggies Month, and PBH creates all sorts of cool resources to help retailers really kind of bring this theme to life in stores, online, and beyond. And then that's where it comes down to the planning across departments, execution across platforms, and that's where I've seen um, that retail dietitians really play this incredible role. So we'll start at kind of the beginning with, with what each of your organizations is doing for National Fruits and Veggies Month. And then we'll rewind a little bit to understand better the planning, the organization, the collaboration across departments, all of those super fun behind the scenes things that happened before everything went live this month. So thank you ladies so much for being with us today. Thank
1: you Thanks,
0: Thanks for you having us. Fight. Awesome. So Lorena, I'll start with you. Where will HEP shoppers see National Fruits and Veggies Month showing up uh, in September for HEB?
2: Well, our nutrition services team really is more of a one-on-one consultation. So, of course, one thing we like to say at H-E-B is produce is always in season. You're always going to find something that's going to fit for you at that particular time. Um, But our approach is really hitting the customer on the one-on-one consultations. And so we really bring this in more of a personalized touch with them. What's going to fit for your lifestyle, your budget, um, your culture? That's really important to us um, within nutrition services as well. Um, and so that has been really tailored into the training that we bring for our full team of dietitians that do one-on-one consultation. They receive a weekly text on products that we're highlighting for the week. And they also receive a weekly email so that they know the focus um, in for that particular week and that particular month. Um, so they'll both show up in those formats, um, really hitting it more from that one-on-one perspective.
0: Excellent, very cool. And April, how about you? How how is National Fruits and Veggies Month coming to life at Rouse's?
1: Well, I'm so excited about National Fruits and Veggies Month because it comes at a great time of year. Um, This fall, it just comes with the excitement of football and excitement of just everything going on. Family Meals Month and just so many things going on at this time of year. And so it's really great to be able to spread the word of Fruits and Veggies um, across different platforms, so um, news segments um, tend to be a great way to get a wide variety of people um, involved in Fruits and Veggies Month, and then also um, doing some things on social media, on Facebook, Instagram, and those types of things. Just making sure that you know people are aware of Fruits and Veggies Month and how they can get more fruits and veggies um, ultimately into their basket to bring home to um, make some great delicious meals as well. And then um, can't forget cooking classes too. So, you, you know, once they bring it home, they got to know how to prepare it. So um, making sure that we have some cooking classes going on that's promoting some fruits and veggies, um, both virtual and in person and being able to just get people really excited about it because fruits and veggies are exciting. They're colorful, they're fun. And, you know, just have a party in your kitchen.
0: Awesome. And Carrie, how about you guys at Big Y?
3: Yeah, so at Big Y versus the one-on-one like Lorena spoke about, it's kind of similar to April where we're doing more of a mass discussion. So our dietitian team really takes the lead on this. And we offer virtual nutrition events with our consultant dietitians. We're not back in store yet for our events. And so we have a few of those events that go throughout September, but as for my responsibility, really doing a lot of nutrition communications around fruits and vegetables, regardless of the topic, but definitely for national fruits and vegetables month or veggies month. And so I do a Monday motivation email for our customers. So that's going to go out the week of 9-12, as well as our social media platforms, promoting the theme during the same time and recording videos um, associated with that content, as well as in-store voiceovers from our team.
0: Very cool. And Carrie, I'll stay with you. Where um, where does this process start? The planning for, you know, all these different touch points, when does that start? And, and who all do you get involved throughout that process?
3: Yeah, for the writing pieces, the planning starts about four months out to know, okay, so this is going to be t- our topic, our focus, and what kinds of other ways can we segue off of that main theme. So that's about four months. Our virtual nutrition events also do sponsors. So working with sponsors like this year, we have Dole during September, um, would have been two plus months out. And then for our consulting dietitians, they'll do their planning about a month out. They're well-seasoned, they know. September is National Fruits and Veggies Month, so they know to put that in their mind. Um, but it, it definitely runs a gamut depending on what we're working with. And then um, in the past, when we've done recipes or even when Living While well, Eating Smart, our dietitian team at Big Y had a publication associated with products that would be even further out. So it really depends on the retailer.
0: Gotcha. And Lorraine, how about with you guys? When does the, when, when does the timeline begin for National Fruits and Veggies Month? So I'll
2: start from the very top. We're talking from in-store, which is our marketing um, folks that, that just specialize in produce, right? They just focus in on produce. Our team, our small but mighty team within Nutrition Services does really rely on them to see what celebrations are happening. They work four months out also. um, So it's a pretty big uh, lead time there. Um, But when it trickles down to us, when it does come down to us, um, and when we have that more focus of making sure that our team is full aware of the celebrations that's happening, we work about a month out. um, And there's just a lot of things that are revolving and evolving um, within that time. Um, So trying to get in that messaging around National uh, Fruits and Veggies Month is, is Something that is priority for us, we knew that was coming already, um, but I mentioned this text that we, that we own as a group, Nutrition Services owns the group, and it goes out to full company to our our partners, which we have referred to as our employees, um, and so about a month is, is the lead time there. That one is is fairly easy. We're not doing any type of video or recording, so that, that's fairly easy, and then our week-to-week uh, reminders to our team, too, is also about a lead month time. I didn't mention one other thing beforehand, but we also work with, um, and for this particular month, we're working with the community providers, so our our clinicians in the community to help them really be able to speak to the importance of fruits and vegetables more than they already do. We know that they're talking about it, um, but really empowering them with um, giving that message and to you know in the right way and um, to their patients. Um, so we we have a little flyer that we put into a health and wellness box that lead time is actually three months in advance working with some of our vendors and even uh, PBH to get that messaging um, appropriate for our audience at that time. So about four, four months, we're looking at about four months is really what we're looking at.
1: Awesome. And how about you guys, April? I'm glad that you asked that question because I think um, what a lot of people don't realize is the planning process that goes into a lot of these programs where they start, I mean, really, you you know, you really and truly start basically at the beginning of the year, kind of planning out the year, and then as like a skeleton plan, and then go from there and then just add on to it. But like, like, uh, similarly, it's about two or three months when you really start diving down and um, dialing down what you're going to be actually doing and planning the events and the classes and things like that. And then um, similarly, about a month, you really like nail down all of those items that you're going to be focusing in on. But it does take um, some collaboration uh, with uh, other departments, the produce team and the marketing team, and really just getting everybody on board and uh, working together to be able to uh, to plan these things, because it really does take a village to get a lot of these things done.
0: Well, and you gave me a nice segue there, April, because that was something I was thinking about as y'all were describing kind of the scope of of what you all do for National Fruits and Veggies Month. What are some of those kind of critical connector roles with the different departments, whether it's produce, whether it's marketing, you know, how you get all these things down to the the store level or like the employee levels in, in some cases? What have you found to be most important in kind of making sure that all that planning at the high level comes to fruition where where shoppers actually encounter it. Um, Carrie, we'll start with you.
3: So, for our digital platform um, as well as social, we'll work with within the marketing department with our team. Our dietitian team reports to marketing, so within our department, we'll be working with different individuals with their responsibilities far enough out to get the content and the visuals and everything ready to go when it comes to working for sponsorship we'll work with our custom marketing vendor um, as well as the department so in this case for this month it was the produce department and lining up um, sponsorship to really reinforce the messaging that we're covering throughout the month and in the past when we were working with a little more products we would just go across the continuum of aisles. So we would do all forms, like we educate and we would talk to our sales team and grocery as well as frozen and fresh, and then really highlight all the messaging through products. So you can really go all across the board um, when you're having this discussion. It's not just fresh produce.
0: Gotcha. And Lorena, I you I know you mentioned those um those text messages that go out every week. What are some other ways that you guys communicate kind of out the vision broadly in the other departments that you all work with?
2: Yeah, that's a that's a big way. Again, that's a company-wide thing run by our nutrition services team. Um it's grown in popularity. It started small. We thought it was just gonna be for our team of dietitians to have awareness of new items or celebrations that were coming through. Um, but the rest of the company got wind of it and they just started signing up like crazy. And so we broaden our message to include all partners. So it's not just people um, in the store. It could be at corporate. It could be pretty much anybody who works for HEB. Um, But, but that, that, the messaging itself is we do fall in line with what, what, what our celebrations are in the company. So again, that has to take some time to make sure we're, we're sending the same message um, across not only in the store, but also from corporate level too.
0: Gotcha. And April, how about you guys? Well, who are the different departments involved? Who are those key people that that make it all uh, again trickle down from the the planning and strategy level to wh- where it happens in the stores?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Working closely uh, with our category managers, um, that's really important, um, especially. So uh, I, I work with you know all of the different teams. At our store, and um, and working with the the produce team, you know, I can get some really great information to be able to pass along to customers about, you know, about the the what's coming up, you know, what's what's going to be on a special deal, and you know, those types of things to be able to um, to be able to promote those items um, in those classes and things like that. But also, too, you know, looking across the store, as Carrie mentioned. You know, looking at what are those uh, canned produce items that we can promote? What are those uh, frozen um, produce items that we can promote as well to be able to bring people throughout the entire store um, to promote Fruits and Veggies Month and be able to utilize things from all different categories and um, and be able to have the knowledge and, and, and take that into the kitchen. And uh, just because... You know, just if you if you find a better deal on a frozen uh, fruit or veggie, you know, then you can grab that one. Or if you find a better deal in the fresh and knowing how to put those both um, in those in the recipes um, and be able to provide uh, some extra recipes for people to be able to go and uh, find those on our website as well.
0: And Carrie, I think I heard you mentioned um, content before. For something as, as wide-ranging as National Fruits and Veggies Month, you get a whole month for it to kind of be a theme. Where does where does that content come from? Is that all internal? Do you use some external resources as well? What does that look like for you guys?
3: For Big Y, our dietitian team really focuses on nutrition communications. So we write all of our content, um, whether it is the two of us at the support center or corporate as well as our consulting dietitians. It's, it's really just internal a discussion of what our focus is going to be, but we utilize outside partners like the Produce for Better Health Foundation as a guide because they that's their specialty. So they're able to provide us not only with evidence-based recommendations and guidance and speaking points, but also just beautiful artwork and really innovative ideas from dietitian and nutrition professionals across the country coming together. So it's really been helpful throughout the, my tenureship as a retail dietitian to just work with partners like Produce for Better Health Foundation, because there's no point in reinventing the wheel when they've perfected it so well.
0: Excellent. And April, how about you guys?
1: Yes. I couldn't agree more with being able to use those um, retail dietitian kits or retail kits and those types of things that the Produce for Better Health provides because they're doing the research. They're coming up with some great themes and topics and doing a lot of those things to put together some uh, great information. So being able to use those things to stimulate ideas for being able to write articles or you know put in a newsletter or do a news segment on or do um a social media topic on Um, those are great resources and also like the boards uh for various fruits and vegetables also they have a lot of topical information and um and you know science-based resources as well and and recipes too
0: and Lorena, how, how about for you all? I know you mentioned that, you know, aligning with what's going on in the broader store, of course, is really important. How do you all approach um, content for a produce specific theme? But you're you're in the context of the overall store, of course, as well.
2: No, absolutely. So we stay pretty close to our, our merchants in the produce department. They've got such great relationship, of course, with their grows all across the world, really. <laughs> um, but I love to tap into their knowledge behind um, some of our growers within Texas themselves, we've got a brand it's, um, it's called, it's, it's a newly launched brand, not even, a uh, two years old, but it's a, called Texas roots. So basically it highlights all the produce that is grown locally. And, and the cool thing about it is the story that it ties to it. So giving the family's name of who's growing their produce, I think that's such an important connection for our customers, right? Being able to learn that. Um, but additionally, I have to give props to PBH. I mean, so if I can share this really great connection I made at this last, um, this last meeting that we had, we were able to connect with um, folks that I didn't even know existed. So um, at the last PBH consumer connection, I was introduced to a group. um, They are called Pacific Coast Producers. Maybe you guys know them. They're an agricultural cooperative made up of over 150 family farms. So it turns out that these folks, they grow and they can over 50 SKUs available at HEB. Um, these include things like tomatoes, peaches, pears, and apricots. I mean, after this connection, our team was invited to, in- to join a virtual tour of the or- orchards and the fields of California. I mean, this was this was really inspiring and really thought-provoking in a sense that we now have the backstory for how this produce comes on our shelves um, that we're recommending on a daily basis, and so that's so invaluable. I can't thank PBH enough for that and those resources. That I'm excited because I know they'll continue to come. Um, as you know, as long as we we stay in touch. Um, but it takes not only our professionals within the company and the produce merchants and having those relationships with those growers. Um, but it also takes folks like PBH to really just bring that whole story together, and again, really turn it into more tangible. Um, learning takeaways that our team can now in turn give to our customers as well. So thank you, PBH.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. That's a great point. And I know that um, that um, PBH in particular, National Fruits and Veggies Month, um, has been going on for, for a while now. So I was curious to hear from each of you kind of what have been some of the most popular elements in previous years. We'll start there. And um, April, how about you take this one first?
1: Yes. Yeah, so I, I think the elements of being able to just keep it simple, um, not get, you know, be, be creative, but just keeping it simple. Um, I know when I see a recipe that calls for 25 ingredients, it's like, okay, what can I start cutting out of this recipe? <laughs> you know, and, and I know a lot of other people feel like that. And so just looking at really mm-hmm. simple, yeah, simple recipes that are easy to create that really highlight fruit and vegetables, um, but just not making it overly complicated. And then also keeping, um, keeping some kitchen hacks in your back pocket, um, to be able to show people, you know, how to, how to bake a spaghetti squash, you know, or how to, how to cut an avocado or something like that, you know, just being able to show, because, you know, you know, there, there are a lot of things that when people get to the kitchen, they're not sure about, And then also uh, storage techniques, making sure that once people get them home, that they're stored correctly. Because, you know, that that fear of something that's you're going to spend the money on it, your hard earned money on it, and then you bring it home and it goes bad too quickly. You don't get a chance to enjoy it. Um, Maybe it wasn't stored correctly. So being able to help shoppers with that, I think just those simple things just really resonate with a lot of people. How about you,
2: Lorena? Yeah. So in my role, I get to listen in on a lot of one-on-one consultations just for insurance purposes. But what I've seen really resonate with um, what we're going to call patients, right? Because in that capacity, they're patients um, stretching their dollar and really helping them feel comfortable with purchasing canned and frozen, being able to, to um, let them know. I was going to say remind them, but really truly teach them, Hey, this is just as nutritionally superior as your fresh so stretching that dollar has been something um, I, I think that, that resonates across across the world right now, right? Um with, with all the inflation. So I, I feel like we're still in that space right now. Again, as I'm listening through some of these um, um, folks that are talking about their day-to-day, they it's funny because the, the last statement I heard um, a patient say was, I've known that's been there all along. I've seen it, I've seen the cost, it's it's really affordable. But for you to be able to assure me that that is still good for me and good for my family, it was the whole takeaway of that session. And I know she felt really good about it. I know the RD felt really good about it. And so it's just having, having those, um, the reassurance, giving your customers, your patients, that reassurance that you can truly meet your nutritional needs, even if you're going frozen and canned.
0: And Carrie, how about you? Some of the most popular things from National Fruits and Veggies much- Month and previous years for you guys.
3: Well, I feel like we're all singing from the so- same songbook because it really is that approachable messaging that has resonated regardless if it was pre-COVID and we we're doing it face-to-face in store or in community lectures. Just making the messaging more approachable without turning it into a lecture or to an all or nothing discussion, and really showing you know, there is an ease when you work with all forms. There is a way to manage your food budget, and there's a way to have quick, delicious, easy meals. They don't have to be big ordeals when you're all of a sudden picking more fruits and vegetables. Um, I think for me becoming a mom, even though I was a nanny <laughs> when I was younger, but becoming a mom and having to teach other family members that every time you feed, My son, we're going to have a fruit and vegetable. And that just became the theme for all the education that I was doing, whether I was writing it or saying it in media or saying it face to face to employees and shoppers, just look down at your plate. If you don't have any fruits and vegetables, add them and just do that every time. And I find that that approachability is way more impactful than any other type of extension we may have in our work.
0: Excellent. I love that perspective, Carrie, because I am um, I'm going to be a new mom by the end of the year. And so from the doctors, I've got this list of, you know, these are all the different vitamins and iron rich foods and, you know, all these different things. And like, OK, well, sh- surely there have to be lots of fruits and vegetables in this list. But it's just telling me, you know, the the stats kind of right what,
3: mm-hmm. rather
0: than specific items. And that's where I think it's so cool for you guys to be able to kind of translate those things, make it approachable out of fruit and vegetable, right? Try and get stuff that actually has nutritional value. If you stay in that lane, you're probably in a good direction, right? So that's um that's cool to to hear that perspective. Um and uh, and hear hear that um that when you became a mom, that was how you approached it as well
3: hmm. And with that tip, you know, the listing that your doctor may have given to you fruits and vegetables will also help you absorb some of those nutrients. So you don't necessarily need to know that, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. have a nutrition degree or have worked with a dietitian or read it. But if you're focusing on fruits and vegetables, there's so many other things that your body's cells can do, whether you are pregnant, whether you are nursing, whether you are recovering, um, there's just a lot that you get for benefits just by including fruits and vegetables. It's, it's so simple, but it's so powerful.
0: And I know each of you mentioned the, the all forms part of this as well. How, Mm -hmm. how do you work with, when you think about kind of the, the messaging for National Fruits and Veggies Month as a whole, are you working with like center store in addition to produce, or how do you kind of get those touch points throughout the store? So that like you guys mentioned, people know that like hey, you can, you're still participating in this if your veggies are canned or if your fruits are frozen or whatever the case may be.
3: So for Big Y, one of the additions we did this year for Fruits and Veggies Month was a video tied with the written content. So I did a quick video for our customers talking about that concept of all forms and not having to go from no fruits and vegetables to all fruits and vegetables. But an additional follow-up video that I recorded for later in the year is, well, what does all forms mean? Do you know what that means? And being able to show every single form of pineapple (laughs) and just having that visual and just saying, You know, reaching your nutrition goals for fruits and vegetables is easy across the aisles, whether you like the fresh or the frozen or dried or canned or juiced. And just being able to show that visual, I think it's extremely helpful to show that we're not just talking about the produce department, although we really love them. We're also talking about other aisles too, because in the end, it's about meeting a food budget, meeting your nutrition goals, and really having as minimal waste as you can have.
0: April, how, how about for you
3: all? Yes,
1: I totally agree with um, taking taking the customer throughout the store. Um, there used to be an old saying that, you know, you can only shop healthy in the perimeter of the store. And that is just a myth, you know, so you can find uh, great healthy items throughout the aisle. So just really promoting that and not only for National Fruits and Veggies Month, but also throughout the year, you know, these are things that we talk about throughout the year as well. And also talking about, you know, the budget, the dollar, um, is that, you know, there's no, there's very minimal waste when you grab a canned good, um, or if you grab a frozen food item, it's already chopped up. It's already, it's prepared for you. Even somebody has already done the work for you. And so it just really makes it really easy, um, to be able to include those. And like you said, um, like Carrie was saying about adding it to a plate, what makes adding a fruit um, or a vegetable to easier to add to a plate than it already being prepared? It's already, you know, you just pop open a can and then it's, it's ready to go. You heat it up or, you know, whatever you want to do. But I mean, or just adding some pears, uh, some canned pears to cottage cheese or something like that for breakfast. I mean, just making it really, really simple. And then, of course, smoothies are always a popular way to show off some um, frozen uh, fruits. And so that's, you know, that's another thing, you know, that you can really engage, um, you know, adults and kids, families, you know, um, engage with that. But just showing that, you know, budget-friendly ideas and also just reducing that waste, and um, and and putting it to good use, and then like I said before about the storage techniques, because that'll um, for the fresh items to reduce waste with that as well. And then making things like teaching people how to make stocks, you know, keeping a bag, you know, uh, to you know of, of your of your cuttings from your fresh fruits and vegetables to make a stock later or something like that. Those are things that people can really utilize where they feel like their um, dollar is getting stretched. Uh, farther um, along in their cart, and Lorena, how about you
0: guys? It sounds like we've heard lots of implications around both both the budget side and the convenience side too.
2: Yeah, absolutely. But when it comes to the celebrations, we uh, we making sure that all categories are included, right? So not just fresh, but frozen, dry grocery, um, and then that will encompass our our, our cans and such, but. Yeah, we we will across the board make sure that everything has some representation, kind of like a my plate approach, right? Um, with far as all the categories, but you know when it comes to the fruit and vegetable, we show folks this is where you can find all of your available options and and um, what to look for if we're looking at items that may potentially have added sugars or or even sodium. So those are the things that come down to. That's, that's our jam all day, right? We talk about that, Um, but it's also a responsibility to show them where every single source um, of these nutritious foods can be found too. So
0: how do you all feel like the, the understanding among shoppers is of that, that, that there are options across the store, you know, just because, you know, maybe you don't want to do the prep from the, from the fresh produce, or, you know, you, you think the fresh produce, that's just too expensive to work in. That it's like it's not an all or nothing proposition, right? Like if I'm doing the the dried pineapple, that well, that's still better than the candy or the other sweet thing that I was going to get from from somewhere else, right? How do how do you guys think the the shopper understanding of that? What where is that at? April, we'll start with you.
1: I think there's still a lot of room for a lot of education um, for shoppers, and you know that's what we're here for as dietitians, and you know it's in our nature to want to educate um, the customers and, and, um, really help them, um, have fun shopping, you know, um, you know, enjoy, enjoy, uh, having a colorful basket of all different fruits and veggies and all of your, you know, your other items for your sides and things. And, um, so, you know, just being able to have, uh, have a great shopping experience, but I, I think, um, you know, all of these things that we are doing as retail dietitians, as far as, as educating, um, I think is really, you know, helping customers and, um, and, you know, I just, you know, I just, I want them to have fun while they're shopping and enjoy the things that they're getting and then know how to use them at home, you know? So, yeah. Awesome. Lorena, we'll go to you next.
2: Yeah, I love that you brought up, April, that uh the myth of shopping the perimeter, right? Because I'm still hearing that even from dietitians today and young dietitians. It's funny when we when we onboard a dietitian, I think that's like the first thing we tell them. That's not something we say (laughs) at H E B. Um, and certainly not, it's certainly not true, right? Um, and so we're I think we're still trying to to um break that myth. And um, it just depends on who you're talking to or what where you're sitting at in a in a retailer that may have a health halo perspective, right? Or not. Um but within within HEB we focus on making sure that that that, that, that um myth is is broken and it certainly doesn't hold true.
3: Gotcha.
0: And Carrie, how about you guys at Big Y?
3: Yeah, it's really interesting and it always makes us curious when we hear something from a shopper or a co-worker or even a buyer right <laughs> that we know the evidence doesn't support so still a lot of aha moments around all forms mm-hmm. yeah and I think that will continue because typically in the media there's a lot of focus on organic and fresh and being able to educate about what organic means, what the studies are actually looking at for produce intake and the implications for health, and then the fact that all farms do fit. And at Big Y, a handful of years ago, we did have a program that really helped reinforce that called New Val. So we were able to show the scores of foods and say, this is what we mean, <laughs> fresh, and frozen are very comparable, if not the same. And even looking at the research that Produce for Better Health has done about sodium and sodium in canned vegetables and saying, you know, that's not really where the majority of people are getting their sodium. Mm -hmm. And if that is the barrier to getting one more vegetable, educate to use the traditional canned vegetables just as often as historically, we may have said no sodium added. So, really kind of cutting through what people see on social media and what they hear in the media and just staying with the evidence, staying with the basics. I don't think that's ever going to go out of style.
0: I think the what you guys are talking about, what the all form reminds me of the the old phrase, don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, right? We see all the, the, the list of the claims and watch for this and watch for that on, on social media. And like the celebrity spaces and things like that, right? But it's like, man, when it comes down to we've got three meals a day and we've got, you know, people to feed in the household, and we've got a limited time to do it. we got a limited budget to do it. You know, what does that look like, practically speaking? And um, that, so that doesn't surprise me that that's part of the, uh, part of the, part of the job requirement, myth busting. Who would have thought?
3: Mm-hmm. And even going a little further and saying, you know, when you do include more food groups and you include fruits and vegetables at every meal, you're actually going to create the sense of fullness that lasts longer. And it does help your food budget because your family is not just loading up on higher ticket items like animal-based proteins, and they're not overeating grains. And just really kind of shifting the mindset that it's not on top of your bill, it's actually extending your bill by incorporating more food groups on your plate or in your bowl and at snack time just really focusing saying let's get the most nutrition bang for every calorie for every dollar and you're going to feel fuller and you're going to extend those foods that you normally were buying even further
0: awesome and i'll i'll wrap you guys up with this question which is what is one thing new or or different this year that you guys are doing for national fruits and veggies month april i'll start with
1: you I'm doing um, more more videos, um, more uh, classes, you know, teaching um, how just easy, simple recipes um, and that were more plant forward recipes and just uh, showing people how to how to use. It's not about taking away other food groups or anything. It's just about having more plants. How
0: about you guys, Lorena? Uh, We're going into a new market at
2: HEV and DFW, and so this is going to include a new branding. So really building in um, uh, the consumption of fruit and vegetable under our wellness brand is is what we're piloting right now. Um, I'm not sure that's going to show up just yet because it hasn't hasn't (laughs) happened just yet, but it it is happening next month. And so um, that's exciting for us. I'm I'm excited to take all the resources and, and all the great learnings that our team has has grown from you guys from um, from PBH and put it into a new market. So we'll see how it goes.
0: Very exciting. How about you guys, Carrie?
3: Epic. Why this year? You know, COVID kind of threw everything for a wrench, right? <laughs> in so many ways, but definitely in how we would market different holidays or celebrations throughout the month. So this year, really getting back to the basics since we're not in store and having that one-on-one time. So focusing on doing a voiceover this year on National Fruits and Veggies Month, that video that I mentioned with the follow-up video later on, as well as really having more virtual nutrition events focused not only around the national fruits and veggies month theme, but just produce in general. And, you know, just like any other supermarket retail dietitian team, fruits and vegetables are always part of the presentation regardless of the topic, okay. because we know how impactful they are on health and wellness. But really this month for September, we're going to have more produce specific titles so that it's really reinforcing that theme of these are important, this is easy to do, and let's get excited about it. And we'll show you how to cook with them and extend your food budget or whatever the the pivot will be.
0: Excellent. Well, obviously, National Fruits and Veggies Month is is where we are now. Are there other holidays, themes, celebrations throughout the year that you have seen produce get connected to more over the years than maybe it would have in the past?
2: I'll, I'll jump in there. I'm going to say yeah. tailgating. Tailgating has been—I mean, it's huge in Texas. So, <laughs> um, uh, tailgating now. We're not just offering those—you um, know, the usual, the sausages and all all those things. Um, we're talking about grilling veggies and just incorporating more things. Even if it's something like a peach cobbler, grilled peach cobbler, it's totally fine. Um, we can make it delicious and nutritious. So, we're incorporating produce in in, in what you wouldn't think to find like tailgating.
0: Very cool. How about you, April? You've got your Saints background up there. <laughs> oh, yes,
1: of course. So perfect for tailgating. Yes. Um, so, you know, more of the fresh uh, fruits and vegetables to go, you know, type of things to where, you know, people can kind of grab and go. And, you know, you, you can combine those fruits and vegetables with all with anything. If you're having a barbecue, if you're having, you know, anything that you're preparing, they always pair with it. Right. So um, and then other holidays along the way. I, I mean, I feel like there's always ways that be, we can be really creative and find something fun to do whether, you know, it's, you know, making a, making a a Christmas tree with celery (laughs) or something, you know, I mean, it's always fun things that we can do throughout the year um, because fruits and veggies are also so very colorful that we can make some really fun items um, throughout the year with customers and get them excited about, about being able to do this and, and make some, just make some fun things to bring to their holiday gatherings and, and things like that. So yeah, just, uh, they fruits and veggies always lend themselves to so many different holidays and fun themes for sure.
0: Awesome. And what about you, Carrie? Occasions throughout the year where produce maybe has more of a presence than it did in in previous years?
3: Definitely for me, back to school, because back to school, when I think back to when I started with Big Y, I was really focused on more kidsy type foods, right? And you know, I always kind of shook my head, like, well, you don't always just have to focus on that there's so many other conversations we could have and i think with you know the seed companies and farmers and processors focusing on more convenient quick snackable Forms and presentations of fruits and vegetables has just helped back to school themes, as well as like on the road themes during summer. There's much more conversation of going to those types of foods for nutrition or for snacking on than in the past and just kind of having, you know, crackers and nuts. You know, we were able to say, hey, if your child likes, sour raisins there, or not sour raisins, but it's like Sour Patch Kids, you can get mm-hmm. sour raisins. Or if they really like the flavor of sweet tomatoes, well, now we have these packages of really easy finger foods that you can pack in the car with you, or you can pack in the lunchbox. So I think it's it's kind of that chicken or the egg. And I think it was just the opportunity of having breeders and growers focus on this type of food that then just fits so perfectly in our messaging as dietitians, but also for family members to be like, no, this is much easier than even if it takes a few seconds to slice up a tomato. It's not as messy. Just grab a handful of these little cherries and you're on your way.
0: That makes sense. Awesome. Well, we will, we'll have um I'll give everybody one more chance because I always like to ask folks, this is from my, uh, from my interviewing history, I was taught by my high school journalism teacher always end every conversation with Was there anything that I didn't ask that I should have asked, or anything that you were wanting to add, but we didn't get to it? So, Lorraine, I'll start with you.
2: No, I think this was great. I just always get um, in big rides, like, I'll energize when I get to meet with folks around um, around the country too. And we've got the same mission in mind and we know how important, um, it is to elevate, uh, you know, fruits and vegetables. And so I just want to thank you. And, um, again, I get excited when I get to meet with you guys. So thank you for the invite today.
0: Excellent. My pleasure. April, we'll go to you next.
3: (laughs)
1: Yes, thank you so much for having us today. And uh, actually, I loved all the topics that that you covered because um, they're all about uh, educating customers about the importance of eating fruits and veggies, and adding it, making it easy to add to plates, um, and making it also convenient for them, and 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 just finding ways. That we can help customers um, add those fruits and veggies to their plates uh, for National Nutrition Month, but also just having fun throughout the year and uh, filling their basket with more fruits and veggies from across the store, from the from produce to center, center store, center aisles, um, and frozen, and um, and being able to find good things to pair it with as well.
0: Awesome, and Carrie, you'll have the the last word here. Anything we missed? Anything else you wanted to add?
3: Uh, thank you for the invitation again. I love, like Lorena said, like getting together and hearing what we're all doing, because we're in such different parts of the country. And it's really, you know, reinforcing, <laughs> like, okay, so we all have the same mission, we're all kind of singing from the same script, and we're really focused on the same. And the to that effect, I would invite anyone listening or watching um and even on the call today to really look at ways to combine the discussion of fruits and vegetables with other discussions that we know are very important so food safety is one of them we find at big y you know if we're talking about family meals we start with produce in the discussion and then we go to food safety and whenever we're talking about entertaining for graduations or cookouts We're talking about fruits and vegetables and we're talking about food safety. And so we're always combining them because we wanna make sure not only are they eating healthy and making healthful choices in our stores, they're staying healthy and they're not going to get sick because they don't know once you chop up a fruit or vegetable that there is now a clock that you have to consume it by. And so I would just invite that combination to happen because we find it's really impactful at Big Y.
0: Excellent. Well, you all have been fantastic. And thank you again, each one of you ladies for for taking the time and sharing your insight and and your perspective on these topics. Uh, Another big thank you, of course, to PBH for bringing everybody together for the conversation today. And then our our final thank you to all our listeners for being part of the conversation as well. Um, I think I mentioned at the top, this has actually been our second retail dietitian roundtable. And so Um, If folks want to go back and listen to that earlier one, that was in April. So give folks a place to go to it in the episode archives and find that as well. Um, Again, can't thank you all enough for being here. And we will see everybody next week on the Pro's Retail Podcast.